This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Mark chapter 4, verse 20. How many of you trust me that I'll be brief? <laughs> I'm actually waiting. I'm wondering on what is your faith based on. <laughs> Don't you know that confidence in a man? <laughs> John chapter 4, sorry, Mark chapter 4, verse 27. Mark 4, 27. Let's read. Oh, let's start from 26, but I'm actually going to 27. 26. And they said, so is the kingdom of God. As if a man should cast a seed into the ground. Let's read it again. Go. Next verse. Go. Why? Verse 28. Glory to God. God bless you. Many things. Are, can I have your seat? Thank you. <laughs> Some wanted to sit down, but you didn't trust me. <laughs> I have faith. <laughs> Most of the things of God are divided into three. So you have 34, 60 fold, and 100 fold, right? Jesus Christ wanted people to understand where he came from. And the kingdom of God, I'm really trying to tell myself, is different from the kingdom of men. So many times, Jesus was trying to use an illustration to explain to them a kingdom beyond what they could see. They were Jews, they were Pharisees, they were Israelis, and he said, I am from above, I'm none of these guys here, but I need to explain the kingdom to you now. If you want to prosper, I told them first, I said, I'm going to share some very deep things on Wednesday. I am asking every member of this church, please, be around on Wednesday. I'm not saying that about every Wednesday. I don't say that. This particular December 20 is a very special Wednesday and it's a covenant of increased day. I'm asking everybody to be around. Things we, I will share that you might not hear me talk along that line again for a long time. I'm asking everybody because it's an instruction towards 2024. Are you with me? There, is, there are things we should know. And when you know them, they radically transform your life. So now, Jesus began to tell them that. So I, I was going to say that once you are born again, and everybody here, it is necessary to take time to go and study how, what Jesus said about the kingdom. And use so many parables from the parable of the sower in Matthew 13 to every other parable to illustrate the kingdom. Because if you don't, you are going to interpret the kingdom of God based on your human understanding. And human understanding is very faulty. The Europe are saying that, Europeans are now saying that in marriage, woman first, children next, man last. In Africa, man dominates. In the kingdom of God, male and female, he made them. 
So we started last thing that the Bible says, he that is faithful in little. The Bible didn't say we also be faithful in much. Is also faithful in much. If a person receives 10,000 naira and he cannot tithe 1,000 naira, everyone records that and he's praying for 500 million naira. They, verdict, they are not going to wait. They've already drawn the conclusion. If that is faithful in little, if a pastor is not diligent pastoring five people and is praying for 5,000, God will determine your next phase based on what to do with the present thing he has given you. You are trusting of a godly home, but you are staying with someone that is married now and the way you treat their children, treat everything about them. If that is faithful in a little, angels will not say, Lord, let's now see. No, they will just conclude in heaven. It's also faithful in much. He that is unfaithful. These are what we find. Jesus Christ is the master over every subject matter. In all his parables, he showed you the difference between the kingdom of this world and the kingdom of God. And there are many parables he put forth. At a point, he said, ah, what's the kingdom of God like? What shall I He was trying to let people understand that you need to know what I'm talking about. And this is one of such here. That the kingdom of God is as if a man should plant a seed. And he goes to sleep. He does not know how. The Bible says, for the art in itself, bring it forth the blade, the ear, and the full corn. 34, 64, 100 fold. Outer court, inner court, holy of all. You just notice this thing about God, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. These three things. The art brings forth. But here is the point I want to make this afternoon very briefly. Jesus said the kingdom is like a seed that a man plants. When he was illustrating this in Luke chapter 8 verse 11, he said the seed is the word of God. That means if we dwell on today's parable, one of the things that every Christian must understand is that the kingdom of God functions on what is called seed principle. Write it down. If your Bible is yours, and it's not your tab, and it's your tab, tap it. <laughs> Just find the way. That seed principle, seed principle, um, Genesis chapter 8, I think verse 22. Are you following me today? Praise the Lord. I just want to illustrate show you what Jesus said. Let's start from verse 21. So there is a formula which the kingdom of God is built upon. And we'll continue next to by God's grace. But I will say some things along this line on Wednesday. And if we get those, I will talk about Jezebel's spirit still attacking many Christians. There were two people that Jesus, that live in the Old Testament, that their spirit continued in the New Testament, Jezebel and Balaam. They were both those, but when Jesus was addressing the church in Revelation, Jezebel and Balaam were still present again. It's not a female gender thing. There are many reasons why people's results are poor in life. Don't miss Wednesday. Now, and the Lord smelled the sweet savour, And the Lord said in his heart. He said it in his heart. He didn't say it loud. But he showed it to Moses later. And we not again cause the ground any more for man's sake. For the imagination of man's heart is evil. What about woman? <laughs> From youth... Neither will I again smite any more every living thing as I have done. 
Then God brought this principle here. Next verse. Why the earth remains. Everybody say, why the earth remains. Say, as long as we live in this world. Seed time. And harvest. Cold and eat. Summer, winter, day and night. Shall not cease. I hope that those of you that are always for thoughts, I mean, you listen to second service and for because I share different things. All of them are important for us. I went a different direction about the accuser of the brethren, second service. Please, that's the way because we broadcast on different channels, different messages. So that's why I don't preach the same thing and I don't do part time part two anymore. Whatever is first service, totally different from second service. Please, I, I spoke about tongues in first service now. Seed time. And somebody said that the proper way to put it is seed, time, and harvest. Why the earth remains, there will be seed. There will be time in between. And there will be harvest. And the Lord said, it shall not cease. What is it about seed? According to God's kingdom. Jesus said that it's as if a man should plant it. After planting it, it goes to sleep. Then the Bible says it does not know how. The earth has been blessed and conditioned to bring forth multiples of what, it, what is inserted into it. Now, there are two things I just want to bring out. I'm more mineral to be discussed later, but just for today. Two things. One, that you must understand about the nature of God's kingdom. Two very important things. Number one, when it comes to the kingdom of God and the matter of seed, you must understand sleep. Everybody write this down. God goes to work when you are resting. That's what the Bible says. Be still and know that I am God. As long as you are agitated and move, moving. When you pray about something and you are still trying to see who do I call, who do I talk to, the power of God goes into operation where you stand still. Which is where you sleep. So the Bible says that what makes the seed to start growing? Even though sleep does not look like it's connected to it. But in the wisdom of God, you don't plant something and be watching it. You will never watch it grow. It is as you go to bed that this mystery, am I right? Whatever you plant, you just wake up one day and say that it's beginning to grow. It is the wisdom of God that sleep must happen before growth. And he began this principle with the creation itself. When God said to Adam, are we, it's not good for man to be alone. I will make for him a helpmate comparable to Genesis chapter 2. You will think that immediately God will start working. He gave Adam a promise. I'm going to make you somebody like you. But before he brought that somebody like Adam, God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam. Many people listening to me this morning and those who are watching, God has given you a promise. Why it has not come to pass that you have not gone to sleep? What was Jesus doing when the storm happened? Those who were scooping water could not solve the problem. The one that slept just woke up and said, peace be still. You will never be able to say, peace be still, except, you are, except from the place of sleep. Is somebody hearing me? So, Adam slept, then God brought out Eve. He walks, he walks, he walks when you are quiet. Once you are still moving, I still want to call my uncle. What do I do? He walks when you are quiet. I have found out. Healing breaks forth. Many times, when, when I challenge my body, it happens when you speak by faith and you forget about the father. 
as long as you are checking, and you are checking, and you are checking, you will check forever. You are praying to God, and every five minutes you are checking your account balance because you ask for money. God is not interested in account balance. All things have been balanced from the realm of the spirit. He can send somebody for just go and sleep. Look at your neighbor. Let me tell you that. Pray that gospel for 10 seconds to your neighbor. Say, go on. Not during service, so don't sleep here. <laughs> go and sleep. Now, did somebody just get that? Did you get that? So if you saw it in Adam, if you saw it in Jesus, then you understand that it's an eternal principle. Ah. So many people plant sins, sir, and they stand there. They open the soil a little. It's not having root. Oh, God, cover it. Open again. It's still there. <laughs> As if a man should go and sleep. Number two, which is where I want to stop today. It looks like a brief message. Even though you don't know yet. How long number two is there? <laughs> Hallelujah. But I want to stop on this second point. Are you with me? Yes, sir. The seed must be planted. And this is powerful. Ah. Jesus said, <laughs> Darling Jesus, Darling Jesus, are you with me? Luke 8, 11, the Bible said the seed is the word. This principle is showing you something. Harvest must begin with a seed. If there's no seed on ground, don't expect harvest. Farmers should understand this better. If there's no seed, ah, do you know, I know people who are confessing faith, by faith. I have the car. I have the house. Don't make confession if there's no seed on ground. Even though confession itself is a seed. But there is like a fatal. <laughs> but that's are you getting what I'm saying? Now, Jesus said here, now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. The most potent seed. And the seed of all seeds. Even when you are no more or anything, there is a seed that you will always have. And that is the word of God. There's nobody that does not have that seed as a Christian. But I'm about to go to the second principle, which is that seed must be planted. There are many Christians, the word of God is dwelling inside them richly. But except a seed is planted, it does not grow. Is that right? Yes. If I take corns, grains of corn, and put it in a plate, and put it in, a, in, my, in my kitchen, it will never grow. Except if I put it inside a refrigerator. I have to take it and plant it. I have to take it and plant it. Even yam, it can grow a little when it's in a dark place in your house, but it will never be like when you put it inside the soil. Brother, brethren, if the seed, number one seed is the word, begin to plant. Can I ask you a question? How many seeds have you sowed towards your future with the words of your mouth? Many are just going to the future. They have not sent seed ahead. Young people that are here, have you spoken to your wife's womb before marriage? Even though you don't know the wife yet. Not that you meet a lady after service. Say, can I look at your stomach? I want to speak. 
<laughs> we will evict you from church. <laughs> no. <laughs> but there is a way. You have not reached there. Yet you are speaking. Ah. Le grozista libarushti. Krandu shalitos. One day. Many years ago. I heard Pastor Christian Akilu. We were just talking. When he was in Ekuma and he had never been to embassy, embassy before, he was already saying that we are in every nation and no nation refuses me visa. He has not even applied. See, this is the problem. That scripture I quoted, sir, the problem there is the middle part. Why the archie may see time. Then if you want to buy time, begin to sow now when the need is not urgent. So what people do now is that on their way to embassy, they are confessing. They will not refuse me. They will not refuse. They will refuse you. Because it takes time. There's nothing you plan that grows immediately. And have you noticed, the bigger the tree, the more time it takes to grow. So there are plants that they grow in six months. But all these mighty trees that rain cannot blow, they take time to grow. Bishop Oedeko said, even when <laughs> it was Everything about it was poverty. If I is only poverty. Yet he was shouting prosperity. I was listening to Archbishop Benjamin in the outside one day. When he saw the seed in God's word, God's word is the seed that God will multiply their actual promises. He came on Sunday. They were just on three rows. He'll be saying that those of you at the back, he told them to arrange chairs more than times 10 of the church. Said the sisters at the back, hope you are hearing me. And the members will look back. <laughs> Oh, pastor is not because <laughs> they saw nobody. They said, Why must you wait till emergency? Why are you trying to speak to correct your son now? Oh, my son is a good boy. What when you were pregnant before it was oh, I don't know whether somebody is enemy today. Now you don't have any financial lead, but you are speaking about an account that does not run dry. That is an Isaiah CC. My he said, My account is open there, and they bring the wealth of the nations and their kings in procession. You are healthy now. Why are you not speaking health? Why are you not saying that when you are 80, you are still jogging with your grandchildren? I wonder why there is seal on the mouth of many Christians. All they do, sit down. The same energy it takes to complain is the same energy it takes to confess. Choose what you do with your words. Are you with me? You are 22, you are not yet married, yet you have said volumes about your husband's house. You have spoken so much that the man cannot misbehave. He is born of the seed of your mouth. He cannot. If he tries to, he cannot work for him. You have conditioned him that he cannot misbehave. He cannot. If he wants to pursue ungodly friend, the friend will send him back. <laughs> It has happened to a guy before whose wife prayed. She prayed, she spoke. The guy went to all the they were they were going out to look for girls. He followed them. One of them started, he just turned back and said, You you have a good wife, you are a useless, but why are you following us? And they started beating him and sent him back. When he came back, he was very humble at home. And the wife told him that even if you go, even if he follows it, and he will beat you back. That you have been conditioned. You have been conditioned. Mm. Jason Duplantis was a very bad boy, but the mom kept telling him that except I did not speak to God before you were born, that the more you are doing evil, the more you will preach word. 
and eventually, the man will just he will do something very terrible. The man will just say, "There's that I'm not bothered. That I know the work that I've gone ahead of you. That you're only making it difficult on yourself." And if you see him preaching all over, seed. Everyone, you are living in a lightly, in, in a very dim room, dimly lifted, and you are just there. You are there in the room alone. But your mouth is not sealed. This is, I will connect this another day to what I started with. For this is why praying in tongues is important. Discouragement can set in and glue your mouth. And that's what's happening to many people. Everybody has liberty to speak. Even when they disappoint you, I have some friends, that was how they entered into life. He went for an interview and they said no to him. On his way back, as he turned away from the point that said no, he said that it shall come to pass. I will build a company bigger than this. Others, they said no to him, they became demoralized. They said no to him, he turned back and released a word. He said, they might not employ me, but I have a seat. Even myself, I have a living seat. Is somebody hearing me? But Jesus said something. And I'll close with this. John 12, 24. I will praise you from everlasting. Everlasting to everlasting. I will praise you. Oh, Nara is funny. Why don't you just say something? We know it's funny, but must you be announcing it? Now it doesn't make sense again. What can the person even do with 50k? And the more you say, the more the money doesn't make sense. You are the one saying it. You know, what, what, what makes many people not to observe? If these things were happening immediately, many Christians would have cautioned themselves. But because the Bible says, save time, it takes time, 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 time. You are somewhere they are doing their own talk. So that when people become 40-something, they start losing it, they start getting, and you are listening. And you start saying it also. You know, I'm now 40. It's time to lose it. <laughs> we are not against medicine. Medicine is, it's, it's, it's a light of its own. But the Bible says that Jesus is the true light. That light is all men. I've told you before. If you understand physics, you will understand what I just said. The principle of spectrum. If I ask you the color of the clothes and when, you will say that green and so Maybe if you ask what he's wearing now, we will say he's wearing blue. He's showing blue here because of the light that we are under. If they change this light to some light, this cloak can become gray. Am I right? Yes. So, no color is real. I think the principle of spectrum says that light throws a particular color, all other colors are absorbed. Yes. You don't really know the original color of a thing. You only see according to the light which you are using to look at it. So when we say a color is white, it's because the predominant light that we use reveals the cloth as white. So there are some light that can enter into and this cloth will not be blue anymore. So the Bible says that there's a light of science, a light of philosophy. And the Bible says Jesus is the true light that light is. That means whatever he sees is the original picture. So there is a light of GTB. Telling that can balance. 1,775.50 cobalt. That is what but there is a light that says that hey, uh, God is able to make all grace abound towards you. That you having all sufficiency. You have abundance. You have abundance. Then you can choose. 
GT says I'm broke. Jesus said, I have abundance. Hey. Did you get what I've just said? Anyone who believes the light of Jesus, it takes care of other lights. Because that is the true light. The seed. But it must be planted. Now, the Bible says, except a corn of wheat. What's John 12, 24? And I end here. John 12, 24. Great is your faithfulness. We will talk more about this on Wednesday. Among some other things. Except a corn of wheat fall to the ground and die, it abides alone. But if it die, it brings forth much fruit. This is where I hope to start from or where I stay. The Bible says, if the seed in you does not die, whether what of when what goes from you is dead, is gone, is what goes to bring harvest. Whether it's a material seed, as long as it stays with you, there are things that people want God to do things their own way. I only show them something on words that that's why we continue next Wednesday. You see, listen to me very well. He said, I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, you sons of Jacob, you are not consumed. That means when he changes, you have been consumed. God cannot change because he's already the best. So change to what? And in his, in his goodness, he has looked at humanity. He has looked at all of us. And the principle he told us to live by is the best for us. If he changes it, we will all be in trouble. But people don't know. Part of the principle which he has given us to live by is tithes. And there are too many Christians who are never consistent with their tithes. And some don't even give at all. Even there are Christians who do business and don't tithe the business. And there are debates all over. It's a lot thing. Abraham was called father of faith. If the father of faith tithes, what do you think he should be doing? Paul called Abraham the father of us all. And Abraham did it with by faith. Nobody told him. He did two things when Megiddo showed up. Tithes and communion. Any church take communion should also that people should give tithes. But some people think that it's God's way of punishing them so they keep it. You know the funny thing? It's not even giving the tithes, which we'll talk about with, if we get to that point where it's about the fact that the attitude, separating it first. Listen to me. The idea of Cain and Abel just one thing. I will talk about it on Wednesday. The problem with Cain it gave God any half fruit. The problem, the good thing about Abel, first fruit. Anytime you put God as number two, you can forget about it. Yes. Some people want to even give to God. They first do every other thing and come back. It's an insult. Nobody has told you you are telling me now. If you are wondering why certain Christian resorts are called the way we treat God, God will never, he's a jealous, he will never be number two. Once you make him number two, you have an, he will never be number two. Yes. So whatever you are giving to God, and you first of all go around, go around, okay, God, you to take your own as the last person, you can as well keep what you want to give. It will never be number two. It's true. When the glory falls. Did somebody just say what I've just said now? Yes, sir. There will be no one to say. In this principle, he said that the seed must die. He said, if he does that, it abides alone. But when he dies, he produces many fruits. 
If he doesn't abide alone, it's true. Hallelujah. This is where I want to, the boy. What did I call this? The boy. I like this guy. It's nice. The handwriting is beautiful. The boy with five loaves and two fish. There are many people all over the world listening to me now, and those who are here. In the midst of the father, as a child, we are trying to do projects. I said it by the grace of God. We are still giving millions out to other ministries. There are people listening to me. What they want Jesus to do is to look at their loaves, breathe on it, and it will multiply. It will never happen. Those of you that are listening to me, if you desire to walk in prosperity in 2024, I am telling you by the authority of the word of God, we can't change scripture. It does not multiply until it is released. Two things must happen for a seed to multiply. This is where I want to that's where we are starting from on Wednesday. It must be blessed and it must be released. If that boy, before Jesus blessed it, if he started sharing it, it will lead to, it will feed maybe two or three other people and it will stop. All the people who are telling you not to give tithe and not to, that they, they begin to deceive that, why can't you give your tithe to the poor? Why can't you give your house rent to the poor? If I am earning 200,000 a month, my tithe is 20,000. You are not asking me to give to the part of the remaining 180. It is this one. They are setting you up for something. Anything that is, that is not blessed will not multiply. Imagine that boy just wanted to be kind and he started sharing the food. It will fit two or three people and they won't get... Is that true? So, the boy did not share it. Jesus took it. He gave it to Christ. He blessed. Then, he began to multiply. The boy released it for... It was blessed first. It was then released. Whatever you don't... They bless it. So, when we separate God's portion in money, it causes the blessing to be on the rest. Then, the second thing you should do is that apart from tithe also, you should still give. Then you can help the poor and the rest. Then the blessing multiplies. To reverse the order is trouble. And I said it to them on Wednesday. We come on. Don't you even think that your money needs protection? I know people that built houses as they finish it, they died. Many of you know all these stories. How people will build wealth and not live to enjoy it. Especially in some demonic communities in Africa. I still remind them of the story I told them on Wednesday that I went to visit my folks. And that day, there were many people around. And I had maybe like 200 kilos, and I was giving 10, 10 kilos like that. I'm a man of the spirit. I can tell when something is wrong. I was about to step into my car, and I heard the voice of God. I just knew my spirit that somebody that collected that money was angry. Maybe he felt I was sure that I was taking the money somewhere. And I said that, if anybody thinks that you collect money from me and take it, so I will be poor. Ah, your poverty is just doing press up. To buttress what I thought, it came like a thought. I just lavered and left it here. I came to church and I sat at the corner here. All of you know, Pastor, I will mention it. You know, this story is real. I didn't tell him I went anywhere. He's a prophet. He just called me. Say, Pastor, you went somewhere recently and you gave money to some people. Say, one of them took it somewhere. I said, I know. He took your life. He said, but it can't lead to anything. This is what Satan wants to take people away from. That he begin to debate. Don't you, don't you, do you really, really think that certain portion of your thing should not stay with God? Don't you even, I mean, you don't even need to think about it. Income comes first, you want to buy suit for it, pray for every other thing. 
And then if you if if you remember God, if you remember what I'm saying, the widow of Zarephat, sir. What did Elijah tell the woman? Let me close with this. We will start with what did Elijah tell the woman. Can you show me that scripture? That is the the statement was what brought prosperity. The woman said, "This is the last meal. Me and my son will go and eat and die." Elisha said, "Do my first. Once you don't put God first, let me tell you the truth. Go to mountains and join them in praying and fasting is of no avail. It's a bitter truth." When Jesus told them this truth, they carried stone and stoned him. Go and check the first page of Jesus in the Bible. Luke chapter 4. He said there are many widows. None of them received blessing. I said the one that gave her, I mean, and people started stoning. When you say this in Facebook, we stone you. Because people get angry when you tell them that they can do something about their poverty. It's annoying. Because what they want is that somebody should come and give them money. We are the poor. Somebody should help us. By the grace of God, you still saw hundreds of food were distributed they will still be distributed today. We are a church that gives. But for the people who listen to me, I don't want you to stay in that. I am telling you, there's no way we don't pay people's school fees. I will continue to do that joyfully. But I don't want you to be the poor. That's what I'm telling you. Many of you want God to bend this rule for you. You keep that money there, you are looking at it. You will never release it. But you think that God will fabricate another method when it comes to you and say, okay, your own. We don't have I collected our food. I won't collect yours. I will just breathe on it. Breathe on me. And it will multiply. I am confronting art now and things in people. Except a corn of wheat falls to the ground and die. It abides alone. That thing stays there. It abides alone. It abides alone. Many Christians need grace for release because it's like cardiac arrest to some. And it abides alone there. It abides alone. It abides alone. What is he keeping? One forty thousand. It abides alone. And it's, it abides alone. What they all know is that they know what I'm saying is true in the Bible. But the fear, it abides alone. You know what press will do to Elisha if it were to be our time? He went to a widow's house. The woman even told you that last meal for herself and her son, prophets, and you ask her to bring yours first. But that's, that is the way. Now, whatever you find as a pattern, imagine you were there also as a press man. And Jesus collected, remember they collected, it was a boy's lunch. Collected lunch from a boy, a, a master. If you have power to multiply, eh, she multiply. Why must it be that your multiplication is based on collecting? You know what? That is the truth. The multiplication is, is based on collecting that one thing. Why? It's how you show the faith in the invisible. If this message annoys you, I'm sorry. I am telling the truth in the word of God. Not that I name, I'm just telling you the truth. The Bible is there for you to check. I don't say this to unbelievers. They don't believe the Bible, so I don't, they can't understand. But if you say you are a Christian, and you are waiting for the day God will fabricate another method to help you. Ah. Uh, you know, I told them a story. Ah, Lord Jesus. I was doing a long fasting in a particular camp. When I want to abstain from food for days, I don't like staying there, so I won't be tempted. And I went to the auditorium. Very poor people, they were staying there in the auditorium, staying there. And I was going to be service in the evening, sir. I don't know, the lady, the two daughter of the girl asked, of the lady asked me, maybe for about 200 or so. Sometimes I do that. At times I'll just give beggars money that they do expect. I don't go about giving beggars huge money, but once in a while I just want to shock somebody. 
So instead of the two hundred, the lady asked for, I gave her ten thousand. She ran to the mom, the girl. The mom saw it and do know the service started. She tied the money in the wrapper and she never gave. Not even one thousand out of ten. Here were you. Here was a woman, sir. One hour ago, you were not expecting money. God gave you seed to the sower. But the mentality that we are poor, whatever we have, can it and sit on the can. When she begins to pray, and people are not giving to her, I want Shanua. People will start feeling pity for her. Not knowing that God gave her a seed to sow, she, she just tied it. How far will 10,000 go? See, I am not, in, it's, it's a mentality that the power of God has to break in some people. It's a mentality. They, no matter what they say, they know that they know that what you are saying is true, but ah, no. Mm -hmm. they, they just hold on like this. I have come to share with one of God with you that you might be helped. In 2024, start understanding there is it that scattered yet it increases. There is one that we told and it leads to penury. That's what the Bible says. It is true. It is true. The Lord had designed that the law of seed, sowing, and reaping is a way that we rise. Yes. You know, he gave them manna for 40 years. He fed all of them. But when they wanted to bring tabernacle, God told them that they should bring gold, all of them. Slaves should contribute. Why? God was teaching them giving. I can supply all your needs. But I don't do anything without you. You must show faith. You must show faith. And your faith is that you will release for me to release also. So if you don't let go of what is in your hand, you will never have access to what is in God's hands. Let's rise. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.